That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was achieved, brother, you'd stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack, 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 no! It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. My autograph is going to be worth a lot someday, if you want it. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the Infinite Money Dash Podcast. We are, again, not going to waste any time with Kevin's poor investments because we have a guest. <laughs> He's coming back on the pod. We have actor, director, producer, Mighty Ducks aficionado, Alex Flahos is here. Alex, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you so, so much. Honestly, I was just, I'm thrilled to be invited back, honestly. And I was just saying before we start pressing record how I want to get in this now, but like you guys have been doing such a great job in what we call the off season between seasons um, <laughs> of keeping the Mighty Ducks now, now the Mighty Ducks game changers alive. And I've just been thrilled and just smiling from ear to ear watching you guys or listening to you guys um, smash out every pod. So well done. This is me giving you your plaudits. So well done. Thank you so much. We, we will um, gladly accept it, even though it was Mike <laughs> doing most of that work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, listen, it, it, Mike knows that it takes a, it takes a team. That's true. Successful, doesn't it, Michael? So there we go. Yes. No, yeah. all, all of you. All of you. All of you. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. We had like five years of practice of offseason before Game Changers <laughs> yeah. came on. So we were we were ready to go. But, you, you were just filling episodes in, but no, it was great. It was yeah, great. just hoping and praying. And then, yeah. Just game doing change. like, all right, it's Arbor Day again. Let's do our special <laughs> Arbor Day episode. <laughs> very good. No, very good. Yeah, so we had you on the pod uh, during season one. We had you on April 2021 talk about the Mighty Ducks. We learned about your younger days playing hockey and how the Mighty Ducks changed your life. From that point, you went on one of the great runs I've seen a human being ever have. <laughs> you got a dog. You had Outlander season six, Sandition yeah. season two. Yeah. Your production company, Cowhouse Films, was winning awards. Yeah. Uh, you get married. Perhaps most of all, Wales qualifies for the World Cup. That's the big news here. That's what you should headline with. But yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. And now it's just announced your next Netflix movie with Lindsay Lohan called Irish Wish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how much, you know, did coming on the podcast and, <laughs> and the, confidence, the confidence of, you know, having that episode really push you forward here? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, it's you're my lucky charms. The three, yeah, hundred percent. We, um, of course, last time we did the table read of the scene where you know Banks is <laughs> is heard, and you know Alex was was Bombay, and I imagine you got a lot of calls about that performance, right? Apart from from Steve Brill, the one call that I wanted was from the guy that would get me in season two of Game Changers. Alas, I'm still waiting. So, Steve, you are listening. Please give me a call, or I'll send you my number again if you if it's gone missing. But um, yeah, no, I've had a busy, I've had a busy. Busy year, busy year and a half. Yeah. So we'll um we'll we'll think about this a little bit, but we do need to have some kind of wager on the Wales US game. Oh. You know, sure. it's the yeah. first day. We'll so we'll we'll think about that. Maybe we'll put a question out to the Quackalites. You know, what should we be wagering on that? And <laughs> and maybe we can get Brill in on it and say, hey, Wales mm. is in season three if they do this, you know, international competition and we know someone who could play their coach. Yeah. Better yeah. Out. I I mean I just I'm just watching, I know we're going to get into it, but just watching uh, Josh DeBell as, um, what's, his, what's the character's name? It's moved to be a Colin, Colin Cole. Cole. 
Colin Cole, yeah, um, who's amazing, by the way. And I'm watching him going, God, I could just, I could do that. I could do that, you know. <laughs> but there we go. But that's, that's for another time. That's when you get me back on the pod and it's just me complaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are the Welsh Gordon Bombay. So uh, I, think, I think we have some, there's some shoes to fill there. I feel like we, ha- we could do something. Some loafers there. to fill. Oh, nice. Very good. Very good. Yes. Well that. done. Well done. So yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit. You're in this Netflix movie called Irish Wish. Uh, the logline is when the love of her life gets engaged to her best friend. Maddie puts her feelings aside. She wishes for true love. And then she wakes up as the bride to be. So are you the love of her life who's engaged or are you the love interest of this? I'm, I'm the one, I'm the one that she wants, but doesn't, doesn't deserve. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm the, um, I'm, if we, if we could, I obviously I can't really talk about too much, but like the best thing, the best analogy that I've given to people is, um, you know, Bridget Jones's diary, you know, so you've got Bridget, you've got the Colin Firth and you've got the Hugh Grant. So I'm the Hugh Grant of the triangle. So I'm, I'm the one that she desperately wants to be with, but, um, but arguably is not particularly the nicest person in the world. Mm. So, um, it's, it's as close to a villain that you can get in a rom-com. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I've got this summer. No one can see this, but I've got this sort of very well polished manuscaped beard. That's very villain. It just screams like villainy. You yeah. know, like kind of a bit I, of a swashbuckling guy. Yeah, no, so I'm I'm, I'm basically playing an absolute arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> Typecast again, Alex, but um, but it's been fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm four and a half weeks into filming. I've got a week off and then I go back for the last two weeks, which is great. So I'm back home, not in Dublin at the moment, filming in Ireland. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It's a rom-com. It's like the first thing that I've ever done that's full of lightness <laughs> and mm-hmm. like i try and desperately every day try and find logic in things you know like as as a, and especially doing like stuff like outlander and you know versailles where everything was very serious and i was playing a serious character i desperately wanted to find logic every day on this job and the directors keep coming up to me going alex it's a rom-com <laughs> <laughs> give it a rest <laughs> and 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 that's been my life lesson on this is just to not take things so seriously so yeah I like it. I like it. Let's get into the topic at hand, though. Yeah. So, uh, as I wait, said, wait, we... I, I, I want to ask a, a okay. question. So, so uh, for, for this uh, this research that you did on on your on your villainy, uh, mm. which which uh, ducks characters did you pull that from? Is it a little bit of Wolf? A little bit of uh, maybe some Gutter Stall in there? Oh, um, God, I love Gutter. Um, I I'm actually playing playing see, like. Duck one Fulton before he becomes a really good skater. You know that mm. scary. You know All that. Right. We, I, I was petrified of Fulton when we when he first came <laughs> to the screen. Terrified of this man that went didn't speak. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and then he learned to skate and he rollerbladed and we're like, oh, the charm's gone. Like the, like the mystery of this big mistress man. So yeah, that that's who I'm channeling. Um, D one Fulton. Okay. Have you been able to sneak in like, hey guys, I can ice skate. Let's get a good like <laughs> hockey scene in this going, <laughs> dude. <laughs> every job <laughs> every job every job i'm like hey so do you think this character could like potentially just you know get a stick and um, hit some stick and some pucks and they're like alex no it's 11th century scotland to give it a rest <laughs> like, this is how hockey was created you yeah, know yeah, in you know. in scotland and you know from these uh you know bunch of guys who are struggling to live every day yeah he's decided to spend all of his rations on a hockey stick it doesn't work it doesn't work in outland unfortunately no have you ever come close to a, a sports movie 
Well, I did a TV series that has hasn't seen the light of day, which is a called, which is called The Window. It's a football show. It's about the mm. transfer window. Um, it's filmed in Belgium and and Liverpool, and uh, and London. And yeah, I was playing a basically playing an absolute again absolute arsehole. Um, <laughs> sort of. I don't know if you guys know Zlatan Ibrahimovic. You know the guy with the full of tattoos. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's basically it's a version of him, but. But there's a there's a footballer called Joey Barton in the UK, um, who's he's the sort of guy that burnt a cigarette out on someone's arm. And t- he he's the he's the player that um, gambled against his own team, like betted on his own team to lose. He ended up being a player coach for, for a team called Queens Park Rangers, and um, it's the most demonic thing I've ever seen on on for a human to do. Where they're like facing relegation, he's been, he's the player coach, so he's doing the interview, and they they say, and there's an interview that says um. Uh, what are the chances of Queen's Park Rangers making promotion this year? And um, he doesn't say anything for about 30 seconds. And then he just laughs. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you're a real person. Um, <laughs> so I based the character on him. And, and it's just a complete, um, it's a complete arsehole, a horrible, horrible character. But it's been seen in Belgium. And then it just hasn't, hasn't been sold yet. But there's a, ba- there's a screening happening in BAFTA next week for the show, um, which mm. I'll be able to attend. But... There's hope that it might come out. I think they're going to try and get it to come out during during the World Cup, which would be sensible. More nice. football on television. Soccer, sorry, soccer. Yeah, you know, please call it soccer. <laughs> um, what's your like? So hockey, your best sport. Are you like a good soccer player? Have you picked up like yeah, hurling yeah, I, while I, you're I, in I, Ireland I, or Gaelic? <laughs> no, I I, um, I hate rugby. As a Welsh person, that's kind of sacrilegious. But I hate rugby. Um, the concept of a sport that has to go backwards in order for it to go forwards truly blows my mind um soccer yeah soccer was like football was my was was the school school thing played for school um i also love cricket which is quintessentially british of me mm-hmm. love cricket um but yeah ice hockey's always like i was just that kid you know like we said last time it's like i started when i was six years old and i captained wales when i was 14 and played for great britain and all these boys were you know trying to desperately get a welsh cap from school and so there's, there's this wall in my high school of all these like Welsh rugby internationals that have gone on to play for Wales, Scott Quinnell, the big, big team players. <laughs> and you go down the wall of all these Welsh internationals and then you've got 14-year-old acne-ridden Alex with a hockey stick and a Welsh hat. <laughs> <laughs> Just seems so out of place, but I'm happy to be on on the wall in my old high school. Nice, nice. Let's go to the topic of hand, like I tried to yes. do like five minutes. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, my my was no. really frustrated. We're good. <laughs> so we had you on again, April 2021, during the run, just, you know, you had a good video of you, you know, reacting when the Ducks jerseys came out in the I finale. Did. Just what was your impression of season one and, and how they ended it and all that I kind sh- of stuff? I, I, I was, I, listen, I'm so overjoyed to see it on the screen, even now, season season two, episode one. Um, I just smile from ear to ear. The half hour episodes are actually really great in terms of they, they have to tell a quick story. You have to have the hurdle and the accomplishment. But then obviously there's that loose, big arc that happens. Um, end of episode, end of season one, it just hit for me all of the right nostalgia notes but still in keeping with telling a great story about these kids and the, the double turn with the fact that they lost the game, but then they had to play the game for the, for the, for the duck's name, just little things that I wasn't expecting and really surprised by. And, and I just sort of, I hit, there was that bit when the music starts playing the old duck music and 
I just said to my, I said to Julia, I said, I'm going to pause this because I, I genuinely think something magical is going to happen. <laughs> it, was, it was either the Ducks or Joshua Jackson was going to come out. It was one of the two. I was like, it's either going to be, it's either going to be Conway or the old shirts. And I, yeah, as you saw in my, in that video, I lost my shit. That's the technical term for it. I lost my shit. Um, because I, I just genuinely thought it hit all, all the right notes. All the characters got. Well, not all of them. I know we've got still got you know the, the is it the checkmates, the check players, the, the right kind of. There's some, there's a little couple of ones there, but overall, I left beaming from ear to ear from season one, and couldn't wait for Coach Bombay and the rest <laughs> of the gang to come back for season two. But then obviously, um, you know, Estevez decided that he doesn't believe in COVID or COVID doesn't believe in him or both, and um, decided to um to ruin a really good thing damn you Emilio because I would have loved to have seen him back I would have I thought that whole thing where they left it is so st- I'm still wanting that in, at the first app because even in the even in the skip re- in the recap they kept his right down to a really bare minimum <laughs> like Coach Bombay doesn't exist I, 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 like, and I was like whoa they did in the dirty but I imagine that they feel like he's probably done them the, done them the dirty so I, I was I was waiting for him to not be in it at all, and I, I guess so there were a few episodes where they couldn't kind of get around it. But for sure, uh, yeah, he's, he's got a couple. He's got a couple of one-liners that are definitely needed for the recap. And they were like, they were probably like, did anyone else say this line? They're like, no, it's just <laughs> it's just Coach Bombay, like crying out loud. Like, yeah, it was weird seeing him sort of highly redacted from basically what you know. He he turned up in episode end of episode one, start two, right in last season, mm-hmm. pretty much a very prominent figure. And they've just gone, which kind of sucks a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. Now, did your wife realize how big of a Mighty Ducks fan you were before you, you know, were watching this series? And what was her sort of reaction to everything? So she does know because when when COVID happened and we and Disney Plus was was first given, you know, was first out, instead of going to watch any of the old, you know, we could have watched a Toy Story, we could have watched, you know, Fantasia, we could have gone through <laughs> any of the Disney Plus you know, gone and watched the, the entire backlog of The Simpsons, if possible. But the first thing that I did was put on D1. Even though I, ha- even though I have the DVDs and the Blu-ray. So it was unnecessary to use Disney Plus <laughs> for that reason. So she knew. She knew and she watched them. She became a fan with me because she got to latch on to a new journey. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, yeah. she got to follow Coob and, and the guys with me rather than it being something that was told through folklore god remember when you know something like in the past tense but yeah she loved it but she was living it vicariously through me and my excitement of jumping up and down (laughs) nice i mean did you have a favorite character or or even a favorite moment uh beyond you know the the journey i mean i mean you know the the old ducks coming back i mean yeah yeah it, it just had to be that and um the ducks coming back and the shirts and the music, the whole thing, really. I just thought it was really, really well done. Because they, they didn't, they weren't on screen. They didn't overstay their welcome. And that, that, that um, I really loved the, um, I really loved the, the restaurant scene, the dinner, mm-hmm. the dinner restaurant scene with all the old ducks talking to, talking to Bombay about, you know, that sort of thing. And yeah, I'm a stickler for for anything <laughs> old, but I also just love I love I I love the kids. I think even now watching them in season two, I think well, first and foremost, the ball all the the voices have completely changed, right? You know? So you're like, <laughs> whoa, he sounds like a man now. We're trying to, but um, yeah, I mean they've come on leaps and bounds as actors as well, you know, which is great. So it was nice to see you know 
improvement. <laughs> we, uh, Sorry, we I, just did I our, sound like um, an old an old acting coach. Like, good job, they finally acted. <laughs> we, we just had our uh, our first uh, review of the episode, and we gave our um, MVP a two to one vote, essentially to Koob, yeah. um, and wanted to say like, you know, who stood out. You know, we we talked about Josh Jamel. We're all very impressed with Josh Jamel, but yeah. like, who among the kids were just like, okay, this guy, he's got it. Yeah, he has. He, he had it in space. It was the musical, the, the musical episode where he sort of sang and stuff like that. To get that was mm-hmm. great because you'd like, whoa, well, there's a talent that they're really tapping into. It's the scene in season two, episode one, where he's where he's like getting shot, and they've shot, they've directed it like he's like like he's in like in Nam, like <laughs> boo, boo, boo with him, and drops down. It's really funny, really funny. Also, the fact that he gives that guy <laughs> the ten the ten dollar for his autograph. Yeah, just it's just the really slow creep into the pocket where he's like, oh. Okay, I will pay ten dollars for your autograph. Just little moments like that that you feel like, yeah, you and also you, I think with all the kids now, as an actor, there's a thing about watching people where you 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 want you trust them. You you're in their capable hands. Does that make sense? Season one, there was a couple of ones where you're like, Oh, I don't quite know yet if I'm comfortable with you on screen. Whereas I feel like the six that they've chosen, I guess we'll have to go into why the other ones haven't been picked. Because I was kind of missing. I was missing. Um, uh, what's his name? The Logan? Uh, Logan. Yeah. Where's Logan gone? I'm sure you guys know much more about it. But there's a couple of them that I was like, oh, that's that's odd that they're part of that they've only only six of them have made it. Do you guys know more? We do not. They've been sort oh. of. You know, they haven't okay. been mentioned. Uh, it doesn't seem like, you know, when all the announcements came out, the, the actor and the actress's name was not in there. So that was kind of a clue that they weren't going to yeah. be in it. But, um, yeah, well, I it was, think... it was on the poster, right. It's just, it's just, it's just the main six, isn't it? I think. Right. So I was like, oh, you know, that makes sense on a poster. You can't squeeze them all on. But the fact that like it opens with only the six of them outside, outside the old rink, you're like, oh, they're really not gonna, but then they're introducing a lot of new ones. Right. So you're like, well. Could they not coexist? I don't know. Anyway, that's just me. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I we were strange. I was just gonna say I thought it was strange. I just finished rewatching season one before uh, before yeah. the premiere of season two, and um, I thought Logan and and Lauren uh, were particularly good. Also, like like I thought For they were sure. two of the stronger kids. Um, so so I, I think it's even to more have, kind of shocking to not have them to not it. have Lauren as well, who had such a beautiful arc of being the sort of goofy kind of kitsch Phoebe, the Phoebe of the friends lot, that sort of weird one. And then for her to actually be a badass and I'd be like basically the equivalent of, I know you guys mentioned it, like the equivalent of the Bash Bros, but like female form. God, mm-hmm. that was so brilliant. So brilliant. Such a deaf masterstroke. And then the fact that she's no longer included. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, Maybe. I, unless you know, we're going to get a Portman, you know, return from Lauren at some point. Maybe that's <laughs> kind of what's going to happen. But I, I don't know. I'm, also, I'm a little skeptical, but. That'd be also, like a D3 Portman return. But like, I was completely shocked that the Bash Bros were back, but it was such, but it was, I didn't, it was so quick. I didn't, rec- I didn't recognize him. And then he stood there and I was like, oh, <laughs> it was only until the headband came on and they started bashing. I was like, oh, that was a shock. Was that a shock for you guys? It's kind of just yeah, in and absolutely. out, in and out, in and out. Just like, yeah, there's, there's, there's Fulton back. And done. And you're like, wow, okay, moving on. I was like, yeah. Whoa. And so one thing, you know, we said in our, our first episode was like, 
you know, you both like and dislike that kind of quick snippet because we didn't get any like one-off cameos in the first season and we understood yeah. why because of COVID. Here it's like, oh, this is so great to see, but all the same time it's like, well, that's probably all the Portman we're going to get. And like you, we had no idea it was Portman, yeah. Aaron Lore, like until he put the bandana on. It was just <laughs> very jarring and he's, you know, he's old so <laughs> oh yeah but he's i mean he still had he still had the guns i was like well you know i mean he's he's been doing broadway for a really long time right like he's been he's, he's still in the game yeah yeah oh, good good no but i mean but i didn't they didn't miss a beat but like please give us a little pre-scene hey guys chill out cameo coming little like a little tick on the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the screen like a newsreel like breaking news next scene cameo and you're like because i was i just it was so quick so quick um but yeah but yeah it was good to, good what, to see them i i guess kind of on that same topic what did you think of how they kind of explained away bombay very quickly and with that cameo kind of mixed in there how, how did you feel about that like opening did did opening they explain moment? away bomb did they explain away bombay just the rink the rink is collapsing right they, so, they did leave the door open which we discussed as well for for a future return to which we were kind of surprised by but um, they were just, you know, it's under it's under construction, and that's why we can't skate here this summer. You know, like you right, yeah, okay, uh, sure. I thought that <laughs> no, but I thought Coach Bombay was 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 coach. So the fact that do you know do you know what I mean? I I it's mm, I wouldn't want him back now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Look at me, look at me saying <laughs> no. I just I just I was so I'll, I'll talk you know how long ago was that announcement made when they said that he. He wasn't going to do this a long right. time ago, right? Yeah, it was over a year, right? Yeah, it, was, it must yeah. be. But like, I was, I was devastated for, for the franchise and for like for him and for all of the kids. And I just, I was kind of a bit, I was a bit hurt. Like, like it was my dad. I don't know why. It was just like, <laughs> and then, but now, I can't. I was funny enough. I was watching. I don't know if you guys did the same, but I was watching episode one, going, how would this have been different if he was? Have we gained an amazing character in Josh Duhamel because of the sacrifice of Emilio Estevez, or does the does the whole season two completely swivel on a on a sixpence because Coach Bombay is here? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think it's a whole new storyline if Bombay yeah. is still around. I think they sort of pivoted to this, but that, I mean that is a good point. Like I think Colin Cole could be a very valuable character as he you know i think he's gonna i think he absolutely because i i genuinely thought that season two would almost replicate d2 in the sense that it'd be like the junior goodwill games or something of that ilk where the ducks go and face themselves against mightier competition abroad or whether it's it whether it's interstate no sorry um state you know Mm -hmm. in america but you're facing you know new york and you know all the and then you get to do all that sort of thing but yeah, I wonder what's. I wonder. Yeah, come on, the, the screen. You had the you had the writers on, didn't you? You had two of the writers, right? From one of the episodes, yeah. And how much of a writers' room that they have, and how much it's about feeding off past nostalgia by pu- pushing on. God, can you imagine like waking up in the morning and just driving into work, thinking, "God, I've got an amazing scene for Coach Bombay today." Emilio <laughs> uh, <laughs> is not doing not doing it because of the COVID thing. Yeah. Right, what do you What do you do? What do you do? But hey, yeah, we, I, I think. I think one of the biggest uh, disappointments from that was I think it took a lot of wind out of like the fan sales, like e- even like our like our quack lights, like they like they're visit or they're audibly um, like kind of trashing season two before it even comes out. Like oh. I, I feel like I feel like that was kind of the most disappointing thing. Like I, I get it, I understand it, but I think that was kind of the one of the more disheartening things to see was just so many people gave up on it because he left. Um, 
And I but hope that you, they come back to it. I, I hope there's enough love for Josh Dubell's character that, that that kind of brings them back into it. But but it, you know, it's it's understandable, but it was disappointing. I just yeah, it's a shame about the trashing thing. I, I was never in that but I'm just so excited to have it back. Like look 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 at us. Look at us. Twenty twenty two and we're living in season two of of the game changers. <laughs> yeah. It's mad. I just think can't count ourselves lucky. And it's a it's a damn shame because it's not it's not Coach Bombay that we've lost. We've lost Emilio Estevez. That's the, and that's that's the thing. They've written him out, but like that's the crux of it. Is that I'm angry at Emilio because it's just a stupid Kobe thing. We all have to do it, and whatever reasons he's got for that is kind of ridiculous. But yeah, it's a shame for the show. But then the show actually lives and dies by weirdly the kids nowadays, especially the kids. You know, you know, D three arguably better than D two. I remember we had this conversation last time. <laughs> um, um, has no Bombay in at all, apart from the start and the end. It's still a bloody great movie. So let's hope that D2, this D, um, season two of The Game Changers just keeps putting Josh Demel front and centre, because I think he's going to have... A, and that's arc with his kid. I'm already intrigued. Mm. Love the fact that the kid just took a really rubbish shot. He didn't even... <laughs> he took the most rubbish shot. It Wasn't it the most rubbish shot? He didn't even, like, just put it... Like, knock the, knock the puck so away. He, he didn't just, even try. He yeah. did, but, he, but he did try. It was like, I'll give you a slap shot, but... <laughs> and i was like oh like he's 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 got some balls like yeah i'll do the shot for you dad but it won't go very far and i was like fair play fair play we we didn't talk about him like that that the actor the kid specifically all that much in our recap episode but i do feel like the the limited screen time screen time that he had he was really good too yeah. like I, I feel like i feel like we're gonna get a really really good character out of him yeah and the fact that, that he skates over and he goes like oh I'm last. What are you gonna do? It's just the it's like this the sass of it. Like I've I've scared I've my um my dad was my was my was my ice hockey coach. Like so I have I've I, I literally saw myself as that kid. Like my dad would get me to do extra things and I'd be collecting the pucks at the end and setting up the net. So I'd be there twenty five minutes before before training started fully kitted up and then 10, 15 minutes after the boys were already in the, in the dressing room. And I hated him. <laughs> hated him hated every second of having my dad as a coach before that was for peewees did it for two years for peewees did you call him and... captain blood <laughs> which i did no he wanted me to call him coach and i just called him dad to piss him off so it was just like, it was <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> nice. but you know and also i was i also i was captain before i i got came i got made captain before i moved up to peewees obviously i wasn't captain anymore but the boys that came up with me still treated me as like the better skater and uh, my dad was coach. It was just a weird time. And also I was going through puberty and I started liking girls. It was a whole, it was a two years of mess really that time. <laughs> so uh, with season two, where, where do you see this going? Any, any bold predictions on really anything uh, as we go through the next nine weeks? Okay, this, this is the, I, I was thinking about this before I came on and, the, and I was thinking, what, what can I predict that'd be so bold? But I, I predict that, that we'll, that we'll lose, we'll lose a duck and we'll gain two ducks. Mm. from the six that's my prediction one of the ducks whether it's coop or one of the girls god even maybe even maybe podcast might go and will gain the kid and the new the new the new blonde boy that's doing the press-ups with the sit-ups in the in the thing i, I generally think that we're gonna lose a duck and gain two that will start season three with the new team of ducks basically that's my interesting prediction. so one it of the feels like they're setting that up a little bit with these two right. introductions that's my prediction at the moment is that it feels like we're going to, yeah, I don't think, I don't know, I, even though, what's, what's the actor called that plays pod, the podcast? Um, Nick. 
is his yeah, character's yeah. name. His character's name. So uh, I, I Max generally feel like, yeah. Max, but like so I generally feel like Nick's character is going to. It's. I think he's going to fall out of love with hockey. That's what I mm, feel like. Mm, I think in that mm. turmoil of being wanting to be part of them, but not and go back to finding his roots. And I feel like we're going to gain two ducks from that. that that's my bold prediction. I, and, and I'll stick to it. It's Nick that goes. <gasps> I oh, I get it. Even more bold, I've stepped up the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I feel like that would be particularly devastating for the show because he's, he's, he's such a major key player in it. Like I we just were discussing how he's kind of taken over as almost almost like the lead character at this point like yeah that rival, the... that rival speech was kind of fun and him like we should go we should run <laughs> we should run and everyone's and cooper's like absolutely what a speech and then <laughs> and then the rival but like yeah i admit that's hey this is what predictions are for right you guys have made horrific predictions in the past Let me just <laughs> that's true that's very true <laughs> i feel like i'm part of the boys though yeah we predicted coob would be like the mvp of season one on the ice that did not happen did uh, not happen no. so yeah we have you know we can listen to an older episode where with our predictions for this season uh let's go to the quack question now so let's do it you guys ask us quack questions through the web on twitter through facebook in the discord we try to pick the best ones and answer them kevin do you have the quack question for us today i do uh this one comes from uh og quack white jared beasley who's uh looks like on the discord uh, Jay Beasley 777. Uh, his question is um, If you could write any Mighty Duck minor character cameo into Game Changers, who would you choose? And maybe maybe Mike set some parameters on minor. Yeah, I guess it would depend on the, the definition of minor. Like, would you consider Tibbles a minor character? I would say 100%. probably not a, oh, not a duck. Yeah. Okay. Okay, not a duck. That's very good. I'm sorry, I'm just quickly on IMDb because I know exactly who I need, but I, I want to re- quickly reference who the character is. So just okay. Continue talking. Continue talking. Just... I, I would pick, uh, if it's going to me, I mean, I would enjoy seeing a Tibbles uh, come back. He was the first one who came to mind for me. Uh, just to see him, I don't even know what he would do, but just to see him sort of uh, kind of everywhere and going crazy and uh, just to have a little bit of Tibbles back and Hendrix hockey and all that, I would enjoy that. Can I go next? Because I've got the name. Sure. <laughs> um, Michael Kudlitz, who plays Cole in D3. Mm. Just like, just turning up, like maybe he's like just sweeping the, sweeping the, the dried snow and he gets some, I don't know, and he goes, God damn it, ducks. Or just there's one little line, but like full beard, maybe like little alcohol spots, like things have not gone so well for Cole <laughs> post, post, um, post D3. I don't know. Just, well, I, I, and also I... he's an amazing actor because he's, he's been in Band of Brothers and he's a phenomenal, he's, he's constantly working. So the idea of him rocking up and doing a cameo is actually quite plausible because he's actually still a worker. I think what so. you could do is maybe he's like so scarred from being like roped by Dwayne is that like he is like he's cleaning up and then he hears like a horse or whatever, and he freaks out. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Or is it? Was it? The, was it the, the fire ants that came through the tube? That he's maybe, maybe, maybe mm. I don't know something to do with that. But yeah, basically, he's still being, he's still scared to this day. Just a little cameo like that. He just jump, just kind of jumping ants. It's just very jumpy like that. I don't know. It's quite fun. I like it. <laughs> well, we we uh, I, I guess was it my bold bold prediction was that he's related to Coach Cole. And so he That's could come true. back like their brothers or something like that. <laughs> Maybe he could be like oh, the janitor my. at the camp. Kevin, Kevin, if I could shake your hand via the screen, I'd bloody <laughs> would you know? That's, I mean, that's that's up there with a 
I mean, that, nothing, listen, nothing is a happenstance in television. So if they've chosen a surname like Cole, mm, that's what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> it could happen. I, like I, I feel confident. I feel confident. I, I feel like the fervor's growing. I, I feel good about it. There you go. Tommy, Kevin, any any minor characters you would take? I think you need to bring back the um the te- the principal from D1 who is also the teacher in D3. Mm. And just like <laughs> real deep cut, you know, just have her there and like um we had one great episode where I theorized that that was Miss McKay as a time traveler, right? <laughs> um and so I think you lean into that and then season 3 you can just go straight into like these alternate timelines by really uh going into that. And then you could bring back Bombay, played by someone else. <laughs> oh, because you got the metaverse. Enter, enter the Welsh national anthem. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I, 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 I like the idea of um, of Tibbles. Uh, I, I, I do think like a a redemption story for Wolf would be good somehow. Mm. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun, and that would be like a, a cool, uh, you know, nod to to, to fans. Um, or Gunner, Gunner would be great too. Gunner, uh, maybe maybe he and Cole, like maybe I guess maybe they overlapped in the in the NHL or something. Um, I think that would be cool. Um, I, I did. I, I was kind of hoping that the that the assistant, who's fantastic in episode one of season two, uh, Cole's assistant. <laughs> I was hoping that was like some former character i i, I like you, you don't get to see her a ton i was like scanning her imdb just to look and see if she was in any of the mighty ducks she wasn't but um how excited uh, she was about the, the, the trip back was, was really yeah. brilliant <laughs> yes <laughs> it'll make the trip go um, back faster and you're just like you've nailed yes. that one line that you've got fantastic yeah <laughs> uh, yeah she, she was kind of like how nick was in that first episode of season one it's like every time she was on screen she's absolutely nailed it um but yeah i think that's what i'll go i'll go with gunner or or wolf i think that's what i would do that would be good. That would be very Cobra Kai-ish to sort of flip them and uh, make them the good guys. And uh, Alex, while we, well, we know you got to you got to bounce, but I do want to okay. circle back to Irish Wish. First, yeah. do we have like a release that you're able to talk about, a release date or anything, or quarter? Um, yeah, um, no release date, but it's it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. Like, yeah, it's not going to come out for another. Uh year and a half probably because it's Netflix <laughs> and they're just banking them um but yeah no I'll it'll, it'll be more you'll know more when you when when, when I know really I'm just when I haven't finished filming it but yeah it's going well it's going well but yeah not and also, uh, how, how do how do we get footage of this of this uh series that never saw the light of day where you where you well play? I'm I'm hoping that once the world cup comes out we'll be able to I think it'll be on it'll be it's it's one of these things where you make a show and you have to then sell it. Like it's not like a Netflix or a Amazon or where it's already predetermined you're doing it for that company. So a lot of things get made in Europe that you just shoot it and then sell it later, which is a mm. bit of a ball ache. But yeah, we got screwed over by COVID with window and stuff like that. It's just it's just, you know, they, there's a thing called MIPCOM, which is where you go to like Cannes and you it's a business market, you try and sell it. You, you screen it and you try and send it to people. And apparently it's the po- the poorest attendance of MIPCOM ever. It's like you know, because of COVID and stuff. So so no one bloody went to the screening. So it's just so just waiting to hear, but would see. would uh would you say that the uh kind of popularity popularity of like Ted Lasso helps or hurts the prospects? Helps because someone's always looking for a for something that will have that. 
Unfortunately, mm. our series has no element of comedy in it. There's <laughs> 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 nothing funny. It's um, you know, it's about a football player who gets picked up for only seventeen, who has no agent, and um, and it's like it's actually about it's about the the the, the agents rather than the football players. So it's like the the the, the dark world behind football. You know, mm. like the 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 Minerallo is the the famous um agent for Ronaldo and stuff like that. It's like the, the dirty politics. We talk a lot about Sepp Blatter and the the dirty money of FIFA. So it's kind of like that side of the football. And it's one of those fo- actually it's one of those football shows where you actually don't see um a kick being played ever. It's like mm. you walk onto the pitch and there's a hard cut and then we walk off. So you, it's one of those shows that's about football intrinsically, but they made a really clever thing about not shooting football because I genuinely think it's the hardest thing to it's the hardest thing to try and recreate. Even Ted Lasso doesn't quite manage to nail what is called. Cool, to make know? it realistic and like same yeah. thing with the hockey and game changers. It's like, Ugh. I still think that it's easier with hockey because of because of the fluid motion of it. But I think I think there's the idea that you can put a camera down and it can resemble a puck, but the minute a camera tries to resemble a football, you're like, that's inaccurate. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, in pre-taping, Alex promised us uh, he would uh, give us his Irish accent. And he's, uh, he's in Dublin, so... <laughs> I'm looking, could, I'm looking could you give us at least, like, what should we be listening for? And be like, oh, that is a Dublin <laughs> accent. What should we be listening for? Don't ask me, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm trying to think about... Um, Irish is sort of... Um, I, I do a lot of... It's kind of like uh, Brendan, Brendan Gleeson and Donald Gleeson from, you know, the, um, the, the Gleeson, like um, Mad-Eye Moody in, in Harry Potter. It's kind of like a very slow... Less drunk Colin Farrell, basically. So down here, <laughs> nice. kind of a bit methodical. Um, um, and then if we wanted to, let's go around the globe. Let's go around the UK. And then if we, go, if we go to Northern Ireland, which obviously, as viewers know, is a completely different country. Um, it's like, I will not walk down that escalator. It's kind of up here and a bit no, bit nasal. And then obviously we've got the Welsh, which is down here. Very valleys, very up and down. And then Scottish. Um, God, we in my head, Scottish. Um, why can't I do Scottish? Um, watch Outlander season six for me in Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> That's me way of promoting it. And obviously there's the, the Queen's English RP, darling, which is up here. So yes. So there you go. That was, yeah. that was, that was 75% was, of me. How, how do you feel Scottish. about Oh, like... Scottish. I'm, suddenly I found it. This is just Scottish. A bit angry and a bit I'm cold because I'm on the mountain and it's freezing. <laughs> How are you recognizing like American accents? You'd be like, oh, okay, that's uh, that's California. Oh, East Coast that's and West, like... East Coast and West Coast are fine. It's the minute you get into those those middle states, <laughs> yeah. No, um, I'm 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 pretty good at it because sometimes you have to. I had to do a New York accent for a take the other day, and that felt if it's written, if it's written in a in the way that someone would speak, like Scorsese absolutely writes in the way that you know those those characters need to speak then it's very easy to pick up scrub but if it's just written in generic and they're like hey could you do this from hoboken new jersey and then you're like no, <laughs> no absolutely I, not. I, I read or, or heard somewhere that um uh a lot of actors like especially from like european actors they'll do they'll do new york accents they'll do boston they'll do baltimore la whatever but they won't touch like philly Cause it's just like all over the place. And I, and I, I don't know if you've ever heard that, but um, I don't know. I, oh, no, I haven't, but, like, but like, that, sounds like, that, that sounds accurate. That sounds accurate. I was actually fun, funny enough. So I was, I was at an Irish jig, which is something that we, it's called, it's like a pub that has this like gig and music and live music. And I was sat next to two people from Minnesota 
Nice. And I lost my mind <laughs> looking at me as if I was stupid. I sat down, I was like, Minnesota. Apart from in my head thinking, don't tell them it's the arsehole of America. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but sat down and I sat down next to them and I was like, the Minnesota wild man, Coach Van Bay. And they were looking at me like, is this, is this boy on pills? <laughs> I was like, desperately trying. I was like, I, was like, I know Minnesota because, because of the Mighty Ducks. And this guy called Zach or someone was just looking at me going, dude, don't. Don't get into this. <laughs> so, I, so, I, so, I, so I said, let's just continue watching the Irish jig and I'll talk to you about Mighty Ducks later. Right. <laughs> well, as long as you're you should have been wearing your, your Minnesota Miracle Man shirt. I just, you know, I just, it was just in the dry cleaners, Kevin. <laughs> I appreciate you dry cleaning it. It is a tough material <laughs> to get clean. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Good. Cool. Apologies to Zach from Minnesota or whatever. Sorry, he's not. He's not listening, boys. Don't worry. About <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't. He, has, he didn't know. Didn't know Mighty Ducks was. Uh, could we also? I want to add in a bold prediction just quickly because sure. do you think that with the downturn of Una Mesabes and the bad news and the sour taste in fans' eyes and mouths, um, that I do think that people would just immediately start beaming and start being really positive if if Joshua Jackson did turn up towards the end of season two. It, it yeah. feels like if you, if I was Steve Brill and the minute Emilio Estevez said, I'm not doing it, and you go, oh, fuck, um, then I think you, you immediately go and try and offset that negativity. And and just the thing with bringing in someone like JJ, and I just think having him even just at the very end get the Ducks to come back or something would just be brilliant. There you go, brilliant. Yeah. There was there was definitely some rumblings about it. Josh Jackson did some red card fit interview where they asked him about it. He said no, uh, but I could. I mean, there is an episode entitled "Spirit of the Ducks Part 2. so we'll see there. And I, yeah, I mean, if they if they if this is the World Hockey Showcase that the that yeah. uh, what's his name Colin Cole mentions at the beginning of that season three, and Josh Jackson comes up to assistant coach or whatever, I could see it. I could see him sliding it at the end to go uh, into season three. So we'll see what happens. But it would uh, just it would warm my 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 cold Welsh heart if that. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, Kevin, anything else uh, for Alex before we? We'll uh, we'll think on the the bet for the uh, the yeah, Wales you, uh, listen, U.S. game. Get me back on for one. Get me back on for one last for one for that. Listen, I has there has to be a trilogy, boys. There has okay. to be a trilogy of our interviews. So bring me back on when the when when the World Cup's on. I know it's on soon, but like, but you know, but like, let's let's do it after the fact. But it'd be good to see you guys and talk potentially about the next. Absolutely. Week. Well, U.S. looked like dog shit in the last couple of tune-ups, so I feel good about Wales. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I, we... I in my lifetime, I never genuinely thought that I would ever see, let alone Wales in a major tournament. Like the very first game I ever saw Wales play was a friendly against Turkey, and it was nil-nil. And the only excitement that we ever got was that the you know the stadium announcer says, and that is full time, and Wales won Turkey nil. And we in the stadium, we lost our collective minds, even though we knew we'd never seen a ball go in the net. We just thought, <laughs> that's it, we won. So the idea now that I've seen them, I saw them when I was, in, when I was filming in Paris, I saw Wales play in the Euros and get to the semifinals. The idea that I'm living through this generation of the Gareth Bales and everything to the fact that we're going to a World Cup is insane. It's insane. Even though I can't Tommy go because Qatar is ridiculous. Stupid. Tommy and I will be in Las Vegas if you want to join us there for the game. So. <laughs> oh. 
Well, I, I'm coming to Kansas City in November. Not too far. They've got casinos there too. Well, no, I've got, listen, I was going to Kansas and then flying to LA. So LA to Vegas is not that far away. And the, funny enough, the directors of Irish Wish... Janine and Michael Damon, I'm just telling them, I'm just plugging them, even though they're probably not listening, um, are based in Vegas and they've invited me to come out. So, oh, wow. wow. Let us know. We'll make Look it work. Let's make we'll it meet work. you at the $5 craps table. <laughs> <laughs> this is all... Don't doubt it, Tommy. Don't doubt it. <laughs> this is all aligning. Um, I will say, I do like how every time you come on, Tommy makes you do um, something, whether it's, you know, table reads or accents and stuff. Oh, I, I just want to hear it all. Like, I'm, I'm making actors <laughs> he's work. Like, and he's, I'm... Like, he's like this. We've got Vlahos we've got Vlahos on, right? Just trying to find something of mine yeah. for me to read or something like that. It's like, all right, I'm filing my W-2 right now, and I want you to help me uh, <laughs> declare something here. Ugh. Boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes. Before we go, can, can we get a guest MVP LVP and quote of episode one from you. Oh, God. Most valuable player, least valuable player, or person, however you want to. Um, okay, the and quote's gonna the quote's quote. gonna be the, the quote's gonna be the tricky one, isn't it? Oh no, so the quote is um oh god, I, my names go everywhere. Um who, play, who plays the mum in it? Who plays the what's the Alex? Alex, of course. Is it fuck off? Is it called Alex? That's my name. Uh, Lauren Graham played her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <crap>. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Alex, when she, when she pops back through and she says, um, when she says, um, how did the chat go? Does everything go well? Like, and she's mid conversation. They're trying to like, give us some space, and she just pops back and she goes, no, okay, goodbye. That's, that's, I love that little sort of comedy moment. That was great. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with you. MVP MVP was um was cool just because of just 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 really. Just like even it started off in that lovely car scene when he was like, <laughs> he's saying about that he should drive, and then he oh, says, yeah. oh, I don't know, I one day turn a five like, and he said, well, I've, I've done four four pretty pretty horrible fiery crashes though, and she's like, that's a double no, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that the script is still tight. It's making me smile. What about you guys? Do you guys feel like the script is still up there? Because I feel like it hasn't yeah. really missed a beat. You know, a little maneuvering here and there because it's clearly there's a there's a sort of void. Of the Bombay, we um like, we were not we're fans of the of the, yeah. the the road trip. We were like that was the first forty five seconds. I was like this is garbage, um, yeah. but <laughs> I I'm wondering if they had to like do that kind of last second to like fill something or to like really just cut out maybe the intro. But then from there on, I was like, oh, this is very good. Every actor's delivering, and also like yeah. the one liners are all good. Yeah, and then uh, I guess LVP was 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 the guy that plays Evan because I just don't think he got. He didn't do enough or didn't have enough. He's lost, lost the, lost that leading man. Maybe that's because of the way it's written, but I felt like mm. he wasn't spotlighted enough. And when he was, didn't really come across that well, which is odd, isn't it? From the, from the guy that you've been championing. Even, I, 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 talking about that road trip, I, I thought the, the arm over the girl, the pizza necklace. Yeah. <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> really not well done. And also just, also, is, is it weird to see, preteen boys and girls sort of feeling like they're lovey-dovey yeah I, don't know, I, I feel like i've known them i've known you since you were a baby stop doing this <laughs> I, I felt like i felt like i felt like i felt like, a, like it just felt gross none of that please just play hockey <laughs> i feel like Alex, <laughs> stop that now <laughs> but yeah so lvp was was evan and then and then Coob and then the quote was from from lauren from the character popping back in and just sort of interrupting him again when they needed space there you go. I like yeah, it. Good. I like the guest awards there. All right. 
you know where to find us, thequackattack.com. Go there, contact us at quackattackpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quackattackpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Tell us what accent you want Alex to do next. We'll have him back on. Um, go to his production company, Cowhouse Films, on YouTube. they got a YouTube channel. Their shorts are there. They're very yeah. good. Uh, you can watch Here We Are, which is an interesting concept. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. And Watchtower, which is stars, Which stars me in it because it was cheaper to cast myself in it. than it <laughs> <laughs> um, And also, um, I've, there's a, yeah, I've just, um, we've got a feature film. We're in, the, in works with a guy called Evan Williams, who's... Um, who played my screen partner in Versailles. So we're in the, currently in the process of shopping that feature film around at the moment, which is doing really, really well. So I'm going to, yeah, hopefully direct a feature film next year, this time next and year. And did you put in like a podcast role for that feature film? <laughs> yeah. Three guys, maybe? Or is Three it a period are, piece? It's, it's, no, it's, it's a road movie. So absolutely, I can get you boys in a, in a sort of, in a truck stop sometime, just you know, yeah. Yeah, c- complaining about Discord or something. I'm just, well, I'm <laughs> I know, I know, I know you guys. <laughs> talking about about kevin's lack it learns to still keep the joke up though kevin's like failed um failed investments that'll be just a little camera (laughs) (laughs) i like it i like it yeah but i will say watchtower uh and this is not just because alex was here it was very good i got goosebumps at the end um so i would recommend watching it uh and for us as i mentioned all the stuff thanks to our producers uche still our most recent producer and remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Right, right.